When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast that wanted to like the new Doctor Who, but found her to be untenable. Oh, no. Oh, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That was the best reaction I could hope for. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm Mike Johnson. <laughs> Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And that <laughs> might be my favorite opener of all 186, <laughs> seven episodes now. Then, so. then why did you sound so disappointed in me? <laughs> I, I I was in, I was disappointed in the first 187 of them or whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah, uh, like, today oh, Today we're going to talk about swingers. Swingers. Uh this is a request from Patreon member Kelsey Pabst. So thank you for asking for this. You asked for it and you get it. Yeah. But first. Okay, but first, the news. So you, you already got a sneak preview of this one, but yes. um, a 19-year-old trans man has won the right for all Florida students to use the correct bathroom after a landmark three-year <laughs> legal battle. Um, Drew Adams, as a high school student, was told that he couldn't pee where he wanted to pee by his school because he is trans, and he started fighting it, and it took a long-ass time, but he won. That's awesome. In Florida. I can barely like tell someone to stop talking because I have a meeting to go to. Like I how I can't fathom the the like what it would take to actually follow through with this. And that's incredible. Yep. Yep. He said, quote, I am very happy to see justice prevail after spending almost my entire high school career fighting for equal treatment. <laughs> high school is hard enough without having your school separate you from your peers and mark you as inferior. I hope this decision helps save other transgender students from having to go through that painful and humiliating experience. Uh, Le- uh, Lambda Legal was, uh, you know, helping out with with Adam's case. Uh, it was the country's first trial involving a transgender student's access to restrooms. Uh, the U.S. Circuit Court Judge Beverly Martin uh, cited June's Supreme Court ruling on Title VII for federal discrimination protections applying to sexuality and gender identity as the basis for her ruling. Um, oh, wow. That's huge that it is actually using that to apply it to trans and gay cases outside of the employment shit. Yep. Quote, a public school may not punish its students for gender nonconformity, Martin wrote. Neither may a public school harm transgender students by establishing arbitrary separate rules for their restroom use. The evidence at trial confirms that Mr. Adams suffered both these indignities. Um, yeah so yeah great cool because it's a circuit court it only applies to that circuit i assume it will be appealed to the supreme court but um and and until then it won't become the law of the land like all of the united states but it is very unlikely that this is going to be the only case that covers this particular area of the law and i'm reasonably certain that they will go the same way (laughs) so we'll see yeah one small st- step for trans kind, one giant leap for trans kind. Yep. 
Great. Great. Good job. Good work. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I just go back to my Doctor Who joke? Yeah. And just stay there. God, yes. That, that, <laughs> like, like it's all downhill from here, Kyle. We peaked. <laughs> you did it. I, I, okay. I'll just be quiet the rest of the time. Cool. <laughs> um, moving on. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. We absolutely have to talk about Oh, stop drinking your water coffee or whatever that is. I just mm-hmm. it, you, tell me that you have paid attention to the e-bussy. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, I have. I have. I have. It's I uh, yeah. I it's I can't fathom like it's one of those things that you're like who photoshopped this or the onion has gotten really lazy recently or like it it's just mind-boggling so it's because it's a german company and bussy is not a thing in german apparently or at least not nearly as prevalent as it is in english among gay dudes talking about boy pussies Mm -hmm. i fucking hate it so much the e-bussy is a electric vehicle designed by german company electrid brands electrid brands um it's actually pretty cool. Like the the basic form factor of this vehicle can be uh, a off-road flatbed truck, a bus, a dump truck, a universal transporter, a single cab pickup, a camper, a suitcase van, a combi pickup, or an open cabrio pickup. Like there, it's like Legos. You can just like plop all different kinds of shit onto your e bussy. Um, Okay, this got uh, this and, turned way less exciting than it started. <laughs> it yeah, sounds sorry. like we're talking okay, so construction here, and transportation. So then, then okay, Pink News, Great. where I get a lot of the gay shit that I read on here, uh, is a is a gay journalism outlet, and the writing on this. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Uh, says, quote, oh, reader, how we wish we were kidding. Electric Brands revealed a prototype for the vehicle on Tuesday, the twenty eighth of July. Here's where it gets great. It's an electric vehicle that can take on 10 different body types. The e-bussy is flexible. You can ride the e-bussy for hours with its 10 kilowatt battery pack. And with its rounded doors, anyone of any size can enter the e-bussy with ease. (laughs) (laughs) True versatility from the e-bussy. It's just, oh my God. Like... Hire any gay people to tell you what not to name your car. There's um, so many marketing examples. There's like you did. You just need to ask one gay person if this is okay. Yep. Yep. I'll, and you keep saying "bussy" or it, but is it "bussy"? It's. It's. I mean, it, how, I just how, don't. What is I, the correct pronunciation? <laughs> I hate "bussy" so much. I want to say "bussy" because I think that's what they were going for. Because it's like a Volkswagen bus. But okay. Um. Okay. It's. It's probably "bussy." Bussy. I but hate it. Like, oh God, I hate it so much. Kyle, make it but stop. I, <laughs> but is that I actually really don't know how you pronounce it. Um yeah. Merriam Webster hasn't gotten their shit together to add it to the dictionary yet. Does Urban Dictionary have a pronunciation guide? <laughs> Bussy. Bussy is what Urban Dictionary says. Slang term for a gay man's butthole. A butt pussy. <laughs> oh Get no. Yeah, uh, a truly cursed portmanteau of boy and pussy. Bussy has, according to Urban Dictionary, been used for at least fifteen years by gay men to describe their manhole of love. <laughs> oh, I would rather bussy than manhole of love. 
<laughs> and uh, uh, LGBT plus Twitter users um, also were quick to point out that the e-bussy was trending on Twitter at the same time as demon sperm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a big, the gay agenda. It, it was a big week for Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah. And we'll with put, that, we've said bussy the most number of times we're allowed to on any podcast before you get taken down. Bussy? Bussy? Oh. Fucking, bussy. oh my God, Kyle. Somebody threatened to turn in their hundred words from um, Patreon and make me say the word smegma a hundred times in a row. <laughs> I mean, I could just edit that one time and just make it go over and over. Smegma, 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 smegma. Yeah. And then yeah. do some remix. Smegma, 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 smegma. Thanks, Kyle. Is you... that the news theme song? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, news the last, last but not least. Yeah, yeah. So, gay mayor Alex Morse has issued an apology after he was accused of abusing his position of power to initiate sexual relationships with college students. So, hey. Alex Morse, he is—he's uh, running actually for Congress uh, in, in in Massachusetts, and he's been accused by three college groups of pursuing relationships with students while in a position of authority. Uh, the College Democrats of Massachusetts, UMass Amherst Democrats, and Amherst College Democrats said Morse was, quote, no longer welcome at their events and claimed that there had been numerous incidents over the course of several years. Um, so he is claiming that this is ageism, which I think mm. is interesting. Um, he... Quote, to the many members of the queer community that have reached out to me in recent days, this is um, him, Morse, speaking. To the many members of the queer community that have reached out to me in recent days, it's clear that many of you feel that these recent events and the language used in response aren't just an attack on me, but on all of us. You're genuinely outraged, as am I, by the invocation of age-old anti-gay stereotypes. So when I thought it was just a... The, the problem the problem is not only is he the mayor of this town uh he also is a lecturer at the college and is trying to claim that because they were consensual relationships with adults there is no impropriety does does it go into detail about what kind of like what he did apparently so in the case of the college democrat groups they said, quote, we have heard countless stories of Morse adding students to his close friends story on Instagram and then direct messaging members of College Democrats on Instagram in a way that makes these students feel pressured to respond due to his, his status. Uh, even if these scenarios are mutually consensual, the pattern of Morse using his platform and taking advantage of his position of power for romantic or sexual gain specifically toward young students is unacceptable. Um, so... And then Morse says, quote, I've never violated UMass policy. Any claim to the contrary is false. As I've acknowledged, I have had consensual relationships with other men, including students enrolled at local universities that I've met using dating apps. And so dating apps and um, DMing people on Instagram, apparently. Hmm. What do you think? What's your hot take? Well, I, well, I, I mean, I, my initial... 
like feeling it's like I could it probably looks the same like I do shit where I like later I'm like ah god I should not have sent that message to that guy I kind of know that said I want you to fuck me till I cry like yeah like the there are things I'm sure I do that someone could be like hey look at this dm like this is real shitty and I'd be like yeah you're probably right so I'm also not a college professor or a mayor or have any power in, in any way so it I know that that's a big part of that here um yeah, I like the part that skis me out more is just that he's like a like a professor or lecturer and has like clearly messaged or hooked up or whatever with college kids. So w- one aspect that I'm super interested in is the fact that he thinks this is age discrimination. He is 31 years old. And there is an age gap between a college student and a 31-year-old. But when you think mayor slash professor, you think somebody my age or older, I would think. Yeah. Not yeah, yeah. not somebody younger than you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Man, has he done more with his life than I have? <laughs> and he's younger than me? Yeah. yeah. I haven't had any sexual assault allegations so far. I'm, get, damn get, it. Get with it, Kyle. Also, like, and this is, there's this whole thing about, like, if you're hot, you get away with whatever you want to. He's real hot. It gets the lech water going. Mm. I'm like, damn. Hmm. I, Kyle, I actually. Hey, Kyle. What? Hey, Mike. That's the Polari word of the week. Oh, I didn't hear you. Oh, the internet might have dropped that too. On. I said he gets. That's what I'm going to blame it on. I, it's, I said he gets the lech water flowing. Lech water is Oh, the... no, no, I did hear that, and I just ignored it. Okay, right. Yep. The Polari word of the week is lech water, which is pre-cum. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Okay, sure. Yep. Great. Yep. <laughs> do, do Where does that come from? Ha. Um, do we know See, where lech butch is from? Nope, it just says lech water, noun. Some Pre-cum. Canadian's going to call in again and be like, "Well, I hope so." Is... <laughs> the other thing is, is though, Spanish. Oh, okay. That, that I think I think you might be onto something. Milk water. That might be it. Yeah, that's what I'm going to call come from now on. Because pre cum is kind of like water. it's it's mostly clear, but like it's like yeah. anyway. Um, Describe in detail think, what pre-cum looks like, Mike. Well, and then I also think that, like, this is one of the first ones where that's not something I wouldn't want to say in public anyway. Like, yes, let's have a code word for that. <laughs> like, most of them are, like, feet and guy and, and yeah, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> great. Why do we need code words for that? This one, like, you don't want to say pre-cum when you're at brunch, you know? But. <laughs> But also, this might be one where if you say Ledgewater, someone might, like, that might sound worse than just saying pre-cum. Yeah. Maybe so. I think it sounds nasty. Um, Wait, say the sentence again that you said to lead into this. Now I want to know how you got us here. This 31-year-old mayor is hot. He really gets the Ledgewater flowing. <laughs> that makes that sentence all the it gets the lech water flowing. That's disgusting. <laughs> tell okay. me, look at his picture and tell me you wouldn't jizz on his face. I do, okay, hold on. What's his name? Alex Morse. Eh. All right. All right. I'm well. I prefer 
I'm just reading here. Uh, Morse says, Oh God. That's the news, Kyle. That's the news. Great. <laughs> um, well, I want to thank uh, our Patreon supporters, um, but only these ones specifically. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Randy Raphael. Ooh, that's cool alliteration. Uh, Tammy Kunkler. Tam- Andrew. Kunk- Wait, was that Kunk- Kunkler? Kunkler. Okay. Like if your uncle's a cunt, Kunkler. <laughs> Um, uh, Andrew, which is just Andrew, which I always love a mononym. Um, David Lacho, which I hope is not David Lacho Water. <laughs> uh, and David Cofford. Uh, so if you want some good, good, real good bonus things, go to patreon.com slash podcast. Yeah. We just had our quarterly Patreon happy hour and it was great. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was the first one where people started taking their shirts off, which wasn't necessary, but <laughs> not a requirement if you're <laughs> joining after after lots several hours of good conversation and discussion. Yes, true story. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about swinging? Yeah, let's talk about swinging. Swingers, um, swinging, swingers, swinging. Would you uh, like to swing on a star? Carry moonbeams home in a jar. No, you don't know that song? I thought that's swing, what this episode swing, was about. Swing so. from the table side. <laughs> that's the, what's, who are you singing? Are you singing something from like the 70s? At least the 70s, Kyle. <laughs> Great. Our, our, like what songs we go to with words is very disparate. <laughs> I think yeah. it's, I like it. Okay. Um, mine was, so, yes, mine gonna... was Sinatra, by the way. It's from the 40s, which is it basically felt... the 70s to you. So <laughs> I can't distinguish anything from before the <laughs> 80s. Like, it's all just like one kind of thing. Um, okay, swingers. Um, thank you, Kelsey, for requesting this. And this, I think, is a really interesting topic. Yeah. Um, unlike our other episodes, <laughs> this one is interesting. Yeah, those other ones, it... those Patreon people chose garbage yeah but here we Fuck go you. this one's great <laughs> <laughs> well i think i i feel like i might be stealing what do you think so like you asked this best when you said like are there gay swingers are there gay swingers and i don't think i found the answer okay um i sort of did a little bit oh okay i mean i think first you know me being me we should define swingers right Oh, sure. Wait, can I then talk about uh, various forms of uh, non-monogamous relationships so we can put this in the context of others? Sure. Let's do that. That was (laughs) less of a question and more of a statement that just went up at the end. Okay, okay. So when, when I... Like your question actually really got me thinking of like, okay, what's the difference between that? What are the, like, that sounds like an open relationship, but is it the same as, so um, there was an article, Kelsey actually sent me a few articles, which thank you. Um, One of them defined seven different types of consensual non-monogamous relationships. So it sucks that you always have to put the word like ethical non-monogamy or consensual or whatever to be like not the cheating like you know yeah. that sucks that that's always the assumption with well, any so, kind of open relationship something else that's been sort of getting me reading up on this stuff is uh it often gets called the lifestyle or the alternative lifestyle <laughs> or the swinging lifestyle and given how many conservative fuck face asshole dick bags call being gay 
a lifestyle. It, yeah, that word is such a trigger word that. Uh, but yeah, apparently, apparently this community uh, embraces it. But Andy, yeah, Trevor, all the time in different it, combinations. <laughs> <laughs> it's different, different places and. Um, okay, yeah. So the seven different kinds uh, of consensual non-monogamous relationships. Jesus Christ, that's a mouthful. Just like. Hopefully. Um, (laughs) Okay. Uh, Swinging is one. Uh, There's polygamy. Mm -hmm. There's polyamory, Mm -hmm. which of course those are different. Um, There are open relationships, uh, monogamish relationships, and my new favorite one, which is relationship anarchy. So I did, I know we're talking about swinging, but we're going to take a brief sojourn, a brief Sigourney Weaver off to this topic. Um, uh, Relationship anarchy is, um, I kind of like this idea. It's like, there should not be any hierarchies in any kind of relationship. So it tries to eliminate the distinction between friends and uh, your, like your partner, like the person you're in love with. Like it's, it's like those two, like we always say that your partner, that your you know, husband or your whatever, that's more important than your friendships. And it's trying to say like, no, they're, they're all just different degrees of relationships. Um, and they also don't believe in any kind of rules. Like a lot of these swinging is definitely one of them that has a lot of rules Mm. about what is agreed upon, what you can and can't do. And they even have terms about them. Um, and this says you should not have any kind of rules, uh, that govern the, relationship because invariably that will lead to a hierarchical um kind of difference between different relationships you have okay it it sounds like bonobo life (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry yes that is the more formal name it's (laughs) bonobo anarchy (laughs) just bonobo whoever Um, you want to exactly exactly um uh and then just not like a super formal study there's like i was trying to figure out okay like of these then how common are they and of course studies say different things first of all about 20 percent of people have in their life have engaged in some kind of consensual non-monogamy at some point in their life so that's kind of the big picture that and studies found it was like more than 20 percent, but a couple different studies you know 20 percent is a safe number um which that's a fuck ton. I forget if we talked about that on the open relationships episode, but if we did, I forgot. And so that still surprises me. Great. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then, so in terms of like the actual number of swingers, it's like one of those like big ranges. So it says two to 10%. Like I saw different numbers in a variety of different things. So 2% probably a, a safe bet, but you're squinting. I just don't like how bad do you have to be at your job to have like that big of a range be the answer <laughs> well i i mean i think it's like a weatherman so saying variables. it's it's going to be somewhere between absolute zero and boiling tomorrow enjoy everyone like <laughs> okay well weathermen take swing weather people take swings and then they're wrong so like i'd rather them give the range if they don't know i think people especially in things like this don't want to admit it or like how do you find where do you where do you find swingers (laughs) where where do you get swingers how do Mm. you get get swingers um you know people just like to lie about shit or don't i don't know Hmm. okay you're right. That you're right. That is a is a big range. No, it, but that's but, the best. But but some somewhere in there, it, like two two to ten percent. Yeah. Did they study gay people? No. 
No. I know I didn't come across anything that was specifically about uh, gay swingers. Like a lot of the things I read really specifically talked about male female um, coupling, and even one. I, it's hard to like. There's some articles that seem to have a judgmental attitude, but if it's written by a swinger, then I want their like opinion, their take. And if it's written by an outsider, then it's shitty. Like I saw yeah. someone say, like most women that are swingers are bisexual, and most men are heterosexual. It's like, well, do you? Are you just assuming that based on gender assumptions, or is that what you've observed being in the swinger community? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I would expect swinger communities, at least some of them, to be good outlets for bisexuals, like of of yeah. of any gender, right? Like, there's a certain amount of openness in all of that, and but I guess how would that how would that work? I don't know. So reading reading through like the 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 history of swinging and specifically the word swinging and swingers um in a lot of stuff it's quite problematically called wife swapping and Mm, mm -hmm. the implication being that this is only for married couples and the wife is the object that is owned that is being swapped and yeah i mean like dom sub type scenes that might be into that narrative notwithstanding i think it's sort of problematic from a sexual ethics standpoint to call it that Mm. Um, how much of that though is like because this is how it started yeah yeah and i i think that there's there's something to that i mean like later later versions call it partner swapping which is you know more gender inclusive um so a lot of people say swinging at least the broad umbrella that you just painted for us uh really came out of the sexual revolution of the 1960s that uh it was the pill that having access to birth control pills, therefore eliminating accidental pregnancy, well, not eliminating, but virtually eliminating accidental pregnancy as a result of these couplings with people that aren't your spouse, uh, that's that's when people really started getting busy in this, in this zone. <laughs> um, and then there was a big ripple through the community um, in the in the early to mid 80s because of HIV uh and so a lot more safe sex practices uh became part of what was happening which i guess means that before that swingers were barebacking all the time i don't know um that's interesting i like you always very specifically think about the aids crisis as affecting gay men like that's it like th- i have not thought about other groups that maybe uh were impacted by that or or changed course because of that. Well, a couple of places to that point, a couple of places said that the adding of six safe sex practices in swinging communities really happened later in the eighties. And even some didn't adopt it until the early nineties because it sort of took that long for HIV to be recognized culturally as something that wasn't just a gay man's disease. Uh, Um, hmm. But but yeah, whether it happened super early or 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 later on in the development of that pandemic, uh, the HIV AIDS epidemic, epidemic or pandemic, what the fuck? Anyway, uh, had an impact on swinging communities too, um, and they started wrapping it up. Um, <laughs> so I feel like were you done? I feel like I just started talking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, okay. keep going. It, 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 
the reason is because we had such a smooth casual segue oh, from one God. into the other that and we're not used to that so it was it was strikingly not striking well speaking of smooth casual segue uh apparently soldiers dying is one of the reasons that all of this started happening at least that's one of the rumors and i don't believe it i'm going to read this uh, this like origin story and then and then i'm going to tell you why i think it's bullshit and then you're going to tell me what you think okay here okay. we go uh so terry gould is an author he wrote a book called the life already fake terry yeah. gould doesn't exist that's a fake name yeah i i agree i agree terry um, Terry, Terry Gould wrote a book called The Lifestyle, a look at the erotic rights of swingers. And in that book, Terry says, swinging began among American Air Force pilots and their wives during World War II before pilots left for overseas duty. The mortality rates of pilots was so high that a close bond arose between pilot families that implied that pilot husbands would care for all the wives as their own emotionally and sexually if the husbands were lost at war it, so <laughs> the so the, the narrative there is okay so a bunch of pilots haven't gone to war yet but they're about to and they're real afraid that they're gonna die so they sit down and they say yo dude if i die over there i want you to fuck my wife and then he no, said okay. okay how about why do i have to wait until you're dead bro how about i fuck her now like i don't <laughs> What? What is? <laughs> I don't understand. And then the music came on in the background, <laughs> and the lights dimmed. No, you don't say it like that. You shake hands and say, "Oh, so here's how it happens in my head." You know, I'm going off soon. If I don't come back, and then he like shakes hands and puts his other hand on his shoulder and says, "You take good care of her," and you know he means vaginally. <laughs> take real good care of her take good care of her her bussy oh wait no, oh, she doesn't god. oh god no please don't. her female bussy <laughs> oh god so here's 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 my number one problem with this scenario they wives did not go with their and not wives doesn't matter soldiers did not have the benefit regardless of gender did not have the benefit of their spouses accompanying them their families accompanying them to where they were being shipped out to until well after world war ii like the world war ii model was mostly male soldiers right but like so that's why the pronouns i'm gonna say he there were very few female members of the military they existed but it's easier to just like say it the World War II, yeah. yeah the, the World War II model was he left to go to war, and she stayed behind with the kids and made do. And I don't, I don't understand how, like, I just it doesn't. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't believe it. I, I mean, I could see like your husband's gone, and like, like while I'm gone, like you know do what you need to do yeah but by the way making do is my new favorite euphemism for sex yeah <laughs> um that makes sense to you like you, you you believe that as an origin story why did i already have in my head that swinging came from like something about the military or army i don't know why that was already maybe it's just like the the era that i'm thinking of or i don't know hmm yeah hmm. yeah i don't know well, so 
American swinging was practiced in some American military communities in the 1950s. By the time the Korean War ended, swinging had spread from the military to the suburbs, and that's when the media caught on and started calling it wife swapping. Uh, then the 1960s, which one etymological dictionary uh, that I that I follow says that one definition, or sorry, one origin of the word swinger, meaning, quote, person who is sexually promiscuous, <laughs> mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. attributed from 1964. Hmm. Um, and that's free love movement, right? Like, that's that's what we were saying earlier. That's when birth control enters the scene. That's when the sexual revolution really gets started. Female empowerment and ownership of their sexuality really has a lot of momentum at that stage um and that's uh i think that's all i have to say about that i mean the internet was a game changer too that comes a lot later in the scene but Mm -hmm. it was easier to find uh other couples that were interested in making arrangements and it was easier to organize and um you didn't have to have like swingers clubs that were in underground basements with passwords and shit like that um (laughs) yeah 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 um, but yeah, it, I, well, I also sort of expected to research this and have it say that like it started in ancient Rome or something, but apparently, <laughs> uh, swingers, at least the way that we conceive of it now is a, is a very modern, um, take on marriage and extramarital sex. But I mean, doesn't a lot of the, I feel like so many things like swingers are predicated on a marriage, like the assumption that it has to be one, uh, let's be honest, a man and a woman. So like. I don't think they would have had them back in the day because they didn't have that concept of a monogamous opposite gender marriage. Yeah. Because women were property until they were started to be treated like they weren't in Western society in the post industrial revolution. Yeah. My brain's real tired, Kyle. (laughs) Um, that's okay. Now you can sit back and listen while I tell you um, some of the definitions. I think actually like learning about some of the definitions of uh, in the swinging community kind of helps understand some of the pieces of it that you, that you wouldn't have known. So okay. um, these are definitions from the website swingfields.co.uk, Great. which is a event, I guess, a swinging event for a weekend that if you go to their website, has music that plays in the background like we're oh, in the 90s. Great. <laughs> it's and it's intense too. It's like dun, 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 dun. it's like you have arrived to swinging. Um so the first definition was the lifestyle which I already mentioned. Um and part of it though the lifestyle is um it, because it's more encompassing than just the the act of swinging. Like it seems like part of this is that it's a community like yeah part of this seems like it's it's not just about the sex almost like gay people it's like well yes technically it's based on who we have sex with but there's more that happens in this community that is beyond the sex part and so swinging seems like it has this bigger community that's about more than just sex mm-hmm. 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 um all right there are <laughs> there is full swap which is where you can swap partners and it includes intercourse. Oh. Um, and then there's, why, why do you make it sound like it's a menu? <laughs> well, I, for an appetizer, we have a little bit of light beach followed by yeah. the main course, which is full swap. <laughs> and a moose bush. <laughs> um, I think, 
don't know. I mean, like we have everyone has like these definitions that help understand like tops and bottoms and verse. Like that's you know we we all define things to give these these definitions to make things easier to like figure out what the other person's into. Okay, I guess I want to know what non full swap is. Well, Mike, uh, there is soft swap, oh, which is that doesn't sound um, fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> Man, some nights I have a soft swap, and you're like, "What's wrong with me?" Um, that is when uh, couples exchange partners but don't have intercourse, so limited to swapping orally and or heavy petting. Okay, sign me up for that. Actually. <laughs> I hate, maybe more than bussy, I hate heavy petting as that's, a description for sex. Yeah, that's true. It just feels weird. It's like, we're not like petting a cat here. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, there is a uh, same room, which uh, could be either a full swap in the physical same room or uh, two partners having sex with, with their own partner, like two couples having sex with their own partner, but, uh, and watching each other. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I just picked my favorites out of this list. There was a bigger list. Some of them were like bareback. Like I got that. Don't worry. I know what that means. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, there is hot wife, (laughs) which, uh, a wife that sets up casual dates with other men. Typically she will, she or her date will take photos and send them to the interested couple's husband. Okay. Okay. I can't tell if you're excited or confused. No, I, I get maybe. I guess I'm confused. So, like, okay. she, like, so this husband and wife A take pictures of her and send those pictures to the husband of husband and wife B to like. No, no. okay. See that then I don't. Then I didn't get it. Okay, Donna is a powerful, confident woman in her twenties. Okay, <laughs> going to set up a whole scenario. No, great. Um, so Donna's married to some dude. He doesn't need a name. And then she goes out on a date with another dude or hooks up with another dude. They take pictures and send it to Donna's husband to be like, look, oh, it's like. That's a cucking situation that? sort of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A, a virtual cuck. Great. Okay. Um, there are newbies, which obvi, um, new people to the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something I saw often is vanilla, like the term vanilla sex or vanilla relationships. And I only included it because I I think uh, swingers tend to like use that a lot. And the examples were vanilla club or vanilla friends or vanilla party. Like it's like, hey, do you want to go to a party? It's like, oh, no, 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 no. But it's a vanilla party. Like you're not we're not hooking up with anyone there. Okay, got it. Um. There, there is group sex again we know what this is but i like the definition uh what most vanilla people think swingers do every saturday night mm-hmm. however it is a rare occurrence swinging typically consists of two or three couples remember if you then this little tidbit remember if you come upon a group situation you still must ask permission to join <laughs> good good call <laughs> yeah that's true uh um there is off-premise, on-premise. Like, those are uh, two different uh, options. So, like, off-premise could be, like, you, we all get together at this place, but then, you know, we go hook up off-premise. Um, it's just the the meeting grounds. Um, they <laughs> they defined the word site. 
If someone asks what site you are on, they are referring to a swinger social site. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that one. I don't. Yeah. Maybe this is targeted. Like, who's who is the who are these definitions targeted at? Because I don't know what young person needs the definition of site. Um, and then swinger nickname, which um, is. They uh, maybe a, a nickname or an alternate uh, name that you may use to protect your real identity. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that part of the reason I wanted to say that is like that's interesting that some people may not. I mean, I think that's part of this is like may may not feel comfortable sharing this with people and don't want people to know, even if they're on a site, may not want other people, the vanillas, to know about it, and so want to kind of keep it DL. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine the 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 scandal if like coach thompson of the middle school football team was found out to be a swinger like that would probably mm. like because people are so sex averse and and puritanical yeah. horse shit they would flip the fuck out like you can't teach my son how to tackle why not mm-hmm. what does that have to do with anything <laughs> but you still have to protect yeah. your identity because of shit bags yeah 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 which that's um yeah, we. I feel like I always say, you know, you break one cultural norm, like being gay, then you don't have to worry about the rest. And this is like, well, if you're in a, you know, same sex marriage, then you haven't yet broken that one taboo. So the idea of being a swinger would be shocking to some people. And they they think you're so, quote unquote, quote, normal that, yeah. you know, to to find you do anything sexy <laughs> is is surprising. Yeah, totally. Interesting, Kyle. Yeah. So are there gay swingers? I maybe. I maybe. think I I think it I okay, I didn't like I said I didn't find anything on this, but in my heart I feel like there are. Mhm. Mhm. So a very common form of swinger party is a key party. You familiar yeah. with the key party? For anybody yeah. who's not familiar with the key party, the idea is again heteronormatively it's uh, heterosexual couples show up and the dudes all put their car or house keys into a bowl and you mix them up and then all of the ladies draw out a pair of keys and that's who they're going to bang or go home with or whatever. Mm. Um, That's a key party. And Uh, that when I like first heard about that, like that idea is so hot to me. Like I just love that. I just, I'm really into that. Okay, but in any group of 12 people, how many of them do you want to bang? And how many of them do you absolutely not want to bang? And then have that be like you possibly get the person you're least into. Well, well you don't invite everyone. You just invite your hot friends. Mm. Mm. And Mike, my, my standards, I'll, I'll probably fuck most of them. <laughs> great, great. <laughs> so I think... I mean, a gay key party could be a thing, right? Like you could either divide it into tops and bottoms if you wanted to, or like the the verse guys, you could say, which one are you feeling more tonight? Um, mm-hmm. And then like have all the bottoms throw their keys in and have all of the tops draw keys. That could that could work, right? I bet that's been done before. There's like, there's a porn with uh, where they do like a key party. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so that if there's a porn about it, it has to be a real thing. The, and and this is what, when I'm said, like, I think there, I would assume there are gay swingers. This is part of the, like, when we think about the lifestyle, like that idea of like, it's, it's a little bit more than just the act of having sex with someone that's not your 
husband, it, it seems like it, it's kind of like a, a bigger social kind of arrangement or, you know, there seem to be other things about it that are beyond just the sex. And that's where I think you could be gay and be a swinger, but it'd be a, it, it looked very different than just an open relationship. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do a key party. Um, I mean, I I barely hook up at all, much less with <laughs> like a totally anonymous stranger. I don't think I could do it. I just don't think I could. Um, and part of it would be like part of it would genuinely be like a shallow, superficial fear that like line up all of the dudes, and I like fate would select the one I was least into <laughs> as the result of this exercise. In a world yeah. where you got together a group of dudes and I'd be down to bang any of them, I could see that being hot. That could be fun. But I'm not sure. Like, I I don't see myself being able to get myself into that situation, much less than enjoy it. I don't know how these yeah. things happen. Like, how do, like, how do like, there are swinger sites, apparently. Uh, so yeah. at least for, for straight couples, like, we know that that's a thing. I don't know if there's a gay equivalent. We should maybe. Yeah, I was going to ask. Did we did we look up if there are gay swinger sites? No. Okay. Great. I mean, so um, there's uh, there, there is the app field which I have been on, um, mostly exploratory for when we did our uh, episode on apps, however many mm-hmm. million episodes ago. And uh, I would hop on there from time to time, and there's there's a lot of gay couples looking for a third that advertise on that. It's not exactly a "Hey, we're going to have a key party" kind of a thing, but you know, mm-hmm. it's it's closer. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm just so into the idea of a key party. I can't stop. Okay, no, we'll, yeah, I can we'll throw one past that. I I think you have to. All of our listeners you, okay. on Discord are trying to put together some sort of sex event. Maybe you could pitch that I'm, idea. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Um, see, but I think. I really think if I was going to do this, I'd just have a giant group sex party. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. This is why I think in my relationship, my next relationship should be with someone who's like way better at doing this kind of shit, like doing the sexy hookup thing. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'd be really into that. And then I'm like little timid mouse when it gets to real life. Hmm. 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 Need more aggressive. Wife swapped. Do you know? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very very sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh the the last thing that I have is some problematic proof that there is at least one bisexual swinger. <laughs> okay. So I found an article that is celebrities who are swingers or allegedly swingers. <gasps> and uh so there's 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 quite a few. First uh first on this list is Thomas Middleditch. Um he is the dude from um he was in Silicon Valley. He's the the head dork on Silicon oh, Valley. Okay. Um anyway, in an interview with Playboy, he said that he and his wife Molly Gates are swingers and uh in that article he said, "Quote, only after I got married I was like, Molly, I'm sorry, but we have to get non-traditional here." To her credit, instead of saying, "Fuck you, I'm out," she was like, "Let's figure this out." And he he said, adding, to be honest, swinging has saved our marriage. Um, I okay, this is something I didn't um, say, but uh, because it seems so like one sided in favor of swinging, but um, it was on like some 
sex coaches website. So I was like, but it said, well, first of all, this I think is true is that, um, uh, men are more interested, tend to be more interested in having, uh, some kind of consensual non-monogamous relationship. I think it was like 18% or something of men want that versus a smaller percent, seven, eight, nine percent or something of women. Mm. Um, so men are more likely to want it, but it also gave statistics of like, they were 80% happier than monogamous couples or something. Wow. Um, but so I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's true, but I do, what, what I do see is like, you're talking about like that dude, uh, Tom Middledick being like, Hey, I really like, I, I want to do this and, or I'm unhappy with this. And uh, with th- this current setup, it, I mean, it's like when, when you and your partner, like, you and your partner as close as you are never going to have the exact same sexual interests or level of desire or like, and if they're that far off, then why try to force, like you're you're just never going to be a hundred percent into the exact same things. So why try to force yourselves to be? Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And compromise makes the world go around. Um, yeah. Or it could. We put the come and compromise. <clears throat> so okay. this this is problematic. I, I think this, I mean, this whole article is problematic, but the next on the list <laughs> is, is Bill Clinton. Um, and Bill Clinton's former mistress, Jennifer Flowers, claimed that Bill Clinton is a swinger and his wife, Hillary Clinton, is a lesbian. And I, I just think, first of all, this just has swingers are dirty and like mm. that's just... A, a, a way to sling mud that's really unfortunate because it builds on a sort of seedy or dirty reputation for swingers that they definitely don't deserve. Yeah, um, yeah. And the the whole, I don't know, the Bill Clinton as philanderer and like, why would Hillary put up with that? It, the only reason she would is because she's a lesbian and doesn't like the dick anyway. And like the, that whole narrative is just awful. Um, yeah. Well, but, and like the... Uh, like prescribing cheating, like people assuming that cheating is the same as being a swinger is like so far from the truth because like swingers, like exactly the opposite. It's let's talk and agree on things ahead of time. Yep. Uh, Megan Fox and Brian Austin green are rumored to have an agreement in which they are allowed to sleep with other people. Hmm. I don't know who Brian Austin green is. Megan Fox might turn me by. Okay, great. Uh, Brian Austin green. He was from uh, 90210. I think. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. I was more the Dawson's Creek era. Um, Angelina Jolie is rumored to be a swinger, hinted that she and her ex-husband Brad Pitt were in an open relationship. Quote, I doubt that fidelity is absolutely essential for a relationship. She said in an interview, it's worse to leave your partner and talk badly about him afterward. Neither Brad nor I have ever claimed that living together means be chained together. We make sure that we never restrict each other. Uh, Unless it's your throat. Mm. <laughs> um ashton kutcher and demi moore were remo- rumored to have been swingers when they were married they allegedly hmm. participated in several threesomes uh justin timberlake allegedly had an agreement with his wife jessica beale that allowed him to sleep with other women that's worded oddly <laughs> was she not I, yeah well uh, these just seem like all the any popular couple like rich popular couples seem to they seem to say that. Hmm. Yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith's husband, Will Smith, has said the couple is open to sleeping with other people. Um, 
Rachel Ray, a source told the National Enquirer, well, here we go, that Rachel Ray and her husband, John Cusamo, have an open relationship. According to the report, he is allegedly a regular at the exclusive New York City Swingers Club Checkmate and was spotted there several times since his marriage to Ray. Um, however, her publicist has disputed those claims. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus and her husband, Brad Hall, are rumored to be in an open marriage. Uh, Monique is in an open relationship with her husband, Sidney Hicks. Um, Wait, the way you said that, that sounds, is that confirmed? Quote, when you're with your best friend and you say to your best friend, I'm having these feelings about this person sexually and I want to share it with you. When you're best friends, you can have those open and honest conversations. What is it about that person that you find that you want to sleep with? Because they may give you something that I'm simply not willing to do. And if that's the case, how can I be mad? Because I'm not going to do it. Should I deprive you of not having it? That's when the relationship is real, real. It seems like a lot of these, um, a lot of people like the ones that have said something about it that you're telling me are people that are like kind of have to dance around. Like yeah. they can't just come out and say it. It's like, it's so taboo that they have to like start out by reminding people like relationships are challenging things as you work on together. Yeah. So that like they're justifying themselves before they even say anything about it, which. And speaking euphemistically, I think is why I'm inclined to believe it. Right. Mm. Like, of course, if you're in, if you're at, if 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 you're that level of celebrity, you probably can't. Your career wouldn't allow you to be openly swinging. And yeah, yeah, Rachel, like Rachel Ray's image, like that she presents, is just so different than that idea. Which is almost like that would be so cool if she, if it was true, and talked about it to be like. That's I think that's the whole point of like why people have to stay underground. Like, oh, you just look like a wholesome housewife that. Yeah. You know, and you can be and still do stuff. Uh, Pink, and I love her. Pink and her husband, Carrie Hart, reportedly tried out an open marriage. We'll discuss, while discussing struggles with her marriage, the singer told The Guardian that, quote, monogamy is work. Mm-hmm. Um, George Clooney reportedly used to be a swinger before he married Amal Al- Alamudin. Tilda Swinton. Uh, this is actually more of an unconventional arrangement than a swinging relationship, but for several years, Tilda Swinton lived with both the father of her children and her boyfriend. Oh, that's fun. You don't see many examples of like, uh, you see like polygamy where it's the dude with a lot of wives. You don't often see the woman with a bunch of dudes. So yeah. I like I like that. Plus Tilda's fucking badass at everything. So <laughs> uh, John F. Kennedy supposedly said, quote, if I don't have sex every day, I get a headache. In order to keep up with his sexual desires, Kennedy reportedly slept with dozens of women while he was married. And then he got the biggest headache of all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too soon? Nope, it's not. Um, so Henry Kissinger, former Secretary of State, was rumored to be a secret swinger. Shirley MacLaine said she was a swinger in her younger years and once had three different lovers in one day. FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt and his wife Eleanor reportedly allowed each other to have romantic relationships outside of their marriage. Famously, Eleanor perhaps was a lesbian. That's one thing that has been rumored. Corey Feldman isn't just a swinger. He also hosts orgies. And talks about it, seems like. And talks about it. And finally, this leads to our smoking gun, Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming said... uh, So Alan, Alan Cumming is a Scottish... Uh, he's Scottish American, uh, comedian, singer, writer, filmmaker. Do you know who he is? Do you know who I'm talking about? 
Yeah, I think so. Isn't he just kind of like generic skinny brown face? Yeah. His Sorry, best brown known, hair. His best known film roles include his performances in Emma, GoldenEye, The Spy Kids Trilogy, Son of the Mask, and X2, um, the, the X-Men movies. I'm looking him up. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's who I, I can't tell the difference between him, <laughs> David Tennant, uh, Alan Rickman. Like, there's so many of these people that I'm just like, aren't there different people? Wait, know. is that racist? I can't decide. <laughs> they, they all look alike <laughs> to you? Like, they, I, they, they all look white alike people. to me. <laughs> white people, am I right? <laughs> Um, but, uh, he is, he is very active in, in LGBT, uh, rights and is bisexual. He's currently married to a man, Grant Schaefer, but, uh, he had previously an eight year marriage to actress Hillary Lyon, a two year relationship with actress Saffron Burroughs, uh, a six year relationship with theater director, Nick Philippou. Like if anybody ever says that bisexual people aren't real, he is because not only does he say he is, but he's been fucking doing it very publicly. Um, anyway, so <laughs> so uh, he said uh, in this article, he said that he actually lost his virginity during a swing swinger experience at a sleepover with another couple. Um, mm-hmm. He said that he had his first sexual experience uh, when he was 16 and uh, he said, quote, I was going out with this girl who had very pale skin and long red hair. She looked like that picture of Ophelia drowning. There was this other girl with olive skin and curly hair and was older and very sexually active. Me and this other girl flirted a little bit in front of her boyfriend, who was also called Alan. And we had a sleepover. Me and Ophelia and Alan and the olive skin girl. We played strip poker like you do when you're 16. I went upstairs with Alan's girlfriend and he stayed downstairs with Ophelia. They just sat there playing cards or something. We were upstairs going at it like rabbits. This was in a suburban little Scottish town. It's kind of pretentious that I would lose my virginity in a kind of wife swapping situation. Bye, That's swingers, beautiful. man. That's a beautiful story. <laughs> um, I yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, that that's where like that is different. That feels very different than an open relationship. Like when we're trying to like put a finger on like the difference. Like that seems like a very specific scenario involving like doing swapsies that feels very swinger swinger esque. Yeah. Yeah. Spell Alan coming. <laughs> okay. Okay. Last segment and then we'll go to break maybe. Okay. Okay. Let's assume gay swinging is a thing. Yeah. Do you think in your next relationship that that is an activity you would be able and willing to participate in? Um Yeah, I I think I've in my mind, I haven't like before almost researching this have not like thought of swinging as even a, an option. Cause you're right. I just don't put it in the gay relationship universe, but knowing a little bit more about it. Um, yeah, I actually think, I definitely think I could, I, I, I think that my next relationship, I want it to be some kind of open ish, like to some degree relationship. And what it seems like swinging provides some kind of like, foundation or or structure to that like you can go to swinging parties where like you know then it's like you know what's up and um and the idea of like someone trading me for someone else sounds hot there's a lot of hot things about it i would i would actually think i would think that the structure would appeal to you 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The structure and you're talking about like, yes, it's shitty to women to do wife swap, but being treated like property sounds hot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Like, I want like someone to trade me for y- someone else. You, you want your boyfriend to lose you in a poker game? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm all in <laughs> and he's all in you. <laughs> I have a two and a seven. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Have I told you... <laughs> Um, that I was at what we knew was going to be an orgy eventually. And we started out by playing apples to apples with a group and whoever won got to be the bottom. Oh God. <laughs> That's great. I won. Yeah. I'm sure you did. <laughs> Somehow that turned up my game a little bit. Um, yeah. would you, would you consider this? Yes, I would. I would. Really? This yeah. surprises me. So it's the, it's the, a key party I would have huge problems with unless I like already knew who was going to be there and had like feelings about whether I would be able to go through it with it with them or not. Mm-hmm. But in a like couple on couple kind of a scenario where it's going to be swapsies or um you, you know some variation on on that uh yeah, absolutely. In fact, but you'd have and it signed me up. That's well, all I was going to say. <laughs> Oh, oh, um, well, the, for you then, how I feel like there'd be that balance between you kind of have to know them, but not know them too well that you're like yep. really good friends with them. Yep. That's the one part that I would think. Yep, absolutely. There would be a window of opportunity there um, hanging out <laughs> with another couple. And uh, as long as we started that kind of an arrangement before that window had closed, I think it would be, I would, I would, it would work for me. Yeah. I mean, like that, that seems like what would be conducive about like, if there is a gay swingers app or gay swingers parties of like, you don't know them, but you know, everyone's down and you can like, like the off, what was it? Off proper, off premise, like idea. You can go and meet people and hang out and get to know people, which seems like you, I don't need to get, I don't need to know them. I don't, that doesn't need to be a step for me. (laughs) Yeah. There's also a scoping thing there too, right? Like, like I, I, I would have to work up to orgy. That's for damn sure. Like I, the, the thought terrifies me. Um, and having done a three-way a couple of times with Trevor, that was fun and I enjoyed that. And that encourages me that maybe like the next baby step would be with another couple, right? Um, mm, yeah. But that's very different than a key party or an orgy or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And And... But does definitely is, provides like an opportunity. The community part d- provides an opportunity to make a connection and get to know them, which is a big key factor to my sex life being good for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, m- now that I th- maybe swinger is perfect for you. It might be. We might have found our thing that we have in common, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like it can be the same in the same swinger continuum, but I'm more on the like trade me and you're on the like <laughs> let's get to know each other yeah <laughs> so great so did we do it i think i as best that us as two gay men talking about swingers could yeah all right well this then... was your fault kelsey <laughs> yeah <laughs> hope we did it hope uh, we did it so should we take a break yeah let's take a break let's take a break and bang other people while we're on a break this is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are we back? We're back. We're back. We have swung and now we're back. We swang. Uh, 
we swanged. Um, <laughs> we're going to do our gayest and straightest. <laughs> we're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first, our website is gayishpodcast.com. We are on so many social medias, at Gayish Podcast, uh, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, uh, and Instagram. Our hotline. You can send us text messages or leave us voicemails at 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com and no rates apply. Yeah. And our... Uh... Post office box is P.O. Box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. You got to put a stamp on it. Regular postage rates apply. Yeah. Uh, A couple of quick programming notes. We were on the August 3rd episode of We Read Movies, where we talked about the fucking horrible movie, (laughs) Eating Out Two Sloppy Seconds. Well, you can't say that because the guy that wrote that, like, commented on the post that I made about that on Twitter. Like... (laughs) He okay. he listened to it. Well, the writing was good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was supposed and, to go. On. Yes, so good. And also, we were on the July twenty eighth episode of the podcast Kinky Cocktail Hour. Yeah, yeah, we're all over the place. You cannot avoid us if you listen to any kind of podcast. That's right. Sorry. Um. um but that's oh, and and finally, uh, we received an email that we made it to the final round of the podcast awards this year. So thanks, everybody. Now it's time for the judges to weigh in. Which, if you were part of the nomination process, you might have gotten an email that says you're a judge. So don't fuck that up and vote for us. Thanks, assholes. Bye. V- <laughs> I vote for whoever you think is the best, and and we'll support you. I will. Mike might not. Okay. Um, Vote, okay, vote for us or I'll put your body in the back of my e-bussy and <laughs> take it to <laughs> undisclosed location. Okay, you location. can't say that because you just turned several people on, so. <laughs> okay, great. Gays and straightest? Let's do our gayest and straightest. Okay, I'll go first. My uh, gayest thing is I have a new favorite gay porn star. Mm. Um, his name is Ben Bateman and I love him and he's perfect and everything about it um okay my, no, i'm gonna look him up i'm gonna yep, look him up and judge you right now he's oh don't worry you'll judge me very well ben bateman yeah is he ben bateman media i don't think he's a media company okay because i see nobody i want to fuck on that one i'll find him <laughs> later continue <Okay>. kyle <laughs> i'm gonna look for him too um and my straightest is uh i have Someone, another gay dude in my hallway and one of my friends happened to be over at his place and he texted me and was like, are you at your home? Like on the same floor? And I was like, yeah. So um, he, I like went out into the hallway and we were talking a little bit and I was like, do you want to come inside? We socially distanced all that good stuff. And it was just very quickly. But like, that's one of the few times where I said to another gay man, do you want to come inside? And had no <laughs> intention of having sex. We did not bang. We actually talked and then he left. So Oh, I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, so the straightest thing about me this week was uh, running out of gas on the grill upstairs on my rooftop and changing the propane tank. Just Ooh. like, yeah, that's totes mask, right? Yeah, it's a propane in the butt. Yep. But I changed the propane tank on the grill and then the, the we continued to cook the meat. Um. Uh, the gayest thing about me this week, so I uh, had uh, a, a couple of neighbors and uh, a 
couple of friends at that barbecue and uh, sitting socially distanced around the table. Anyway, one of us, and I forget who, mentioned that so-and-so has really good cum gutters. And the two Mm -hmm. straight girls that were there looked at each other, baffled, looked at us and said, he has good what? (laughs) And my, my, my friend who's gay we locked eyes and had this like we had a whole conversation in gay without saying a word to each other. It was, oh my god, these straight girls don't know what cum gutters are. We know what cum gutters are. Isn't that fantastic? Should we tell them or not? And like didn't say a word, but had that that total exchange with each other with just a glance. It was fantastic. I love that. Yeah. Um, a listener is gayest and straightest. So this one comes to us from Ryan D on our Discord server. Said straightest tore it up at my autocross race today and then i think this is his gayest thing he had to explain what that is just in case we don't know a timed trail race around a bunch of cones in a big parking lot i was gonna Um, ask what that is i have had no idea okay well yeah i I agree that's very very straight good job on that right he said his gayest was he blasted the chromatica album on the way home and sang every song and then he did the (laughs) fingernail painting emoji (laughs) (laughs) uh 911 is the best album uh record on that album um so that's it that's it a special thank you to i just forgot her name fuck (laughs) (laughs) thank you to kelsey for requesting this topic hope we did it good enough indeed uh thank you to alan cumming for having the funnest last name to spell today (laughs) and thank you to the general concept of nick jonas indeed uh, that's it. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. Swing, swing from the top. Those are the only words I know. (laughs)